Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again 6th District Congressman Greg Pence, who, of course, represents uh, southeastern Indiana on Capitol Hill. Good morning to you, Congressman. Morning, Tom. How are you? Fantastic. How are you, sir? Same, exactly. Excellent. Well, you know, fall is here, and, uh, you know, no complaints in this department. Not for me either. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, uh, of course, uh, as always, a uh, busy time on uh, Capitol Hill. And um, um, you came out uh, last week and uh, you had uh, talked about um, uh, calling on uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to end proxy voting um, as a result of uh, the president uh, claiming that the uh, pandemic is over. Uh, can you uh, elaborate on that for us, please? Yeah, sure, Tom. So last week I was out in Washington, D.C. I'm, I'm home today. Uh, and then head out Wednesday of this week, and it'll be a very short week Wednesday. Probably won't get home till Saturday. But, yeah, I went to the floor after the president said the pandemic was over. You know, I've told you a bunch of times I've never proxy voted. In other words, I, I've got a card that it's uh, you know, got a hologram on it, and I go to the floor and I vote. Uh, I, I think that's the majority of the people in the Indiana 6th District want me to vote. But we can proxy vote. In other words, sign an affidavit that says I'm dealing with COVID and uh, have somebody else vote for the people in their district. I've never done it. I think we're down to about 12 of us out of 435 have never proxy voted. So I said, let's, okay, if, if pandemic's over, end proxy voting. And, and, you know, she didn't listen to me, Tom. I was very surprised. In fact, she extended proxy voting until November 10th. That'd be two days after the election. And and I, I mean this in a very bipartisan comment way. I just think uh, proxy voting's wrong. You know, if, if, if you're at work, and you and I have talked about that, and other people have gone to work, I, I don't know why my fellow congressmen can go on vacations or go out to eat or, or fundraise or just not show up and have somebody else do their job. That's just dead wrong. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never win that argument because it'll be over soon. But uh, I just uh, the listeners need to know I did my job as best I could. Now, on the surface, doesn't it seem like uh, proxy voting? I mean, couldn't that uh, lead to um, you know perhaps some uh, shenanigans uh, being involved there? Well, and that's what I said. What 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 I think it does it 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 allows leadership, and I won't pick on anybody, but allows leadership to kind of corral votes. Uh, and uh, kind of control uh, how people vote versus standing there uh, on the House of Representatives and voting on behalf of the people of your district. you got to answer for that. Say, I voted. I, I'm the one that voted yay or nay, period. So the shenanigans, in my opinion, are Washington, D.C., control over Congress, my opinion. So that'll be uh, November 10th when uh, proxy uh, voting on Capitol Hill, at least in the House, is scheduled to end. And uh, you'd also uh, had um, uh, talked about the transitioning from uh, fossil fuels. Yeah, you know, I'm on energy and commerce, and you know I've talked about this quite a bit, Tom. You know, the the uh, electrification of the transportation industry, which I'm not opposed to at all. I'm, I'm working on hydrogen solutions for heavy-duty on-road and off-road, and ethanol solutions for off-road as well as on-road, you know, expansion of uh, the use of ethanol in gasoline. I'm, I'm all for alternative types of energy, but not before we can reliably uh, 
produce it and deliver it. And and look what happened in California just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, they, they had brownouts. Look what happened in southern Indiana. We had, to, we had to restart two idled coal plants. Thank God we had them and they weren't permanently shut down. And now look at Europe. What a disaster. What a total disaster. They've frozen uh, energy costs for homeowners and the government is subsidizing it because they went to solar and wind and tried to get totally away from coal and natural gas. And then they had a supply disruption. Yes, Nord Stream 1 and 2 from Russia. But that was happening long before the Ukrainian war. Folks are using, Europe is using that as an excuse right now for a really failed energy production and reliability plan. And they and there will be severe economic hardships in Europe this winter and it is right now. And so so my point is, Tom, fine. Uh, you know, if we want to have electric cars, fine, but let's not push that so fast that we don't have the electricity to drive the cars, which we just saw uh, the governor of California told people don't charge your electric vehicles two weeks ago. So when hopefully uh, I get reelected and when I go back and on the Energy and Commerce Committee next year, you know, we bring who's your common sense to the conversation. If you want electric, fine, but we need to we need to deliver the energy where people need it, when they need it and how they need it. So uh, I'm just going to keep banging that drum. Let's not get ahead of good judgment. And, of course, uh, you know, you see a lot as far as the electric uh, vehicles uh, being advertised on television now. Um, and for the most part, that's being the, uh, you know, letting the marketplace decide. But uh, do you feel like uh, this is, again, the case of uh, the government picking winners and losers? Yeah, they pick winners and losers, Tom. You know, the uh, what's called the um, Inflation Reduction Act, which is really a kind of a, a build back better light, gave uh, auto, auto manufacturers additional incentives to make. Uh, batteries and battery-powered cars and things like that. So they're they're pushing that because they get energy credits. There's a whole credit system out there. There's government grants for research uh, and the sales of those. Uh, and it's definitely picking winners and losers. And uh, again, you can pick all you you can make all the cars you want. I, I we'll see who buys them. Uh, you know, see who's going to say, yeah, I'll take an electric car. Hopefully, I have the electricity uh, at my house to plug it in and drive it. So bad ideas, bad ideas, rushing to credits and government grants. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out, and then uh, we'll take a look at uh, some of the Hoosier meetings on Capitol Hill that uh, Congressman Greg Pence had. And that's coming up right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with Congressman Greg Pence. And, uh, Congressman, you had a, a number of uh, meetings uh, dealing with the Hoosiers in particular on Capitol Hill recently. I did, Tom, and, I, and that's fabulous. You know, for a couple of years because of COVID, nobody came out. 
uh, couldn't come out, uh, that we were closed. We, we reopened this spring, and now more and more folks are coming out and visiting us. Uh, and, and that's lots. I really enjoy that. Now, when I'm back in the district, you know, I get out and, and I talk to folks. But having groups of folks come out and represent different industries out in D.C. is helpful as well because those folks will be a little more attuned to what we're working on and what we will be working on yes, next year. So they can meet personally with my staff and say, hey, the farm bill is coming up next year. Here are the issues we want you to focus on. And, of course, I bring my team from D.C. back to meet them. But here's an opportunity to kind of get everybody together. So last week, you know, I got uh, I actually earned an award, uh, the Friend of Farm Bureau Award, uh, and saw a bunch of folks I see all the time uh, from uh, our neck of the wood. And that, that was lots of fun. Met with the Indiana Republican Diversity Group. That's the state party uh, has uh, diversity candidates, and that was lots of fun. That actually lasted a lot a long time. We had, we had fun in the office there. And then the Indiana Family Institute leadership group, a bunch of young leaders going forward, very conservative group. We we talked about faith and family. And then, and then the Agribusiness Council of Indiana, which, again, I know most of those people. And then the Indiana Chamber came out. We talked like you and I did in the first segment. We talked about transportation, uh, uh, alternative energies, electrification, transportation, and, and infrastructure. And then we had a, a very honorable thing that shows you every once in a while Congress is just very caring and a good place. We had uh, Leader Pelosi uh, asked all of the Democrat and Republican Congress people from Indiana to join her with the family of our our fallen uh, peer, Jackie Wilarski, who's from the South Bend area. She passed away in an automobile accident a few weeks ago, and we had a bill signing that named a VA clinic after her. And uh, I will say, uh, Speaker Pelosi did a very nice job, and it was a very nice ceremony, and we were all, all honored to be part of that. We, she, she was a hard worker. She, she was a great representative of Indiana. So so every once in a while, we do some some really honorable things, and and I'll be heading out this week, and be again meeting with a bunch of folks that are they're coming to see us this week too, Tom. So that's uh, uh, we're we're kind of getting back to what I call regular order. And as you and I talked, if we just have no more proxy voting, uh, things would be back to normal. And as far as meeting folks in the district, uh, have you been able to get back to the uh, sixth congressional district uh, recently? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, back today. Okay. Uh, I had a little family thing this weekend. We finished uh, Friday, uh, and then I'm back today. I'll be out in the district uh, this evening and um, uh, tomorrow and part of Wednesday morning. And then, then I head back probably till Saturday. And then I'll be back for five, uh, six weeks. So it's campaign season, but I kind of feel like it's just regular same old same old. You know, we'll, we'll get out and talk to people and find out what we're supposed to talk about and what we're supposed to do for them when we get back to D.C. Okay. And then as far as um, uh, what's coming up uh, this week, uh, what can we expect to uh, hear about? Well, the most important thing that, that all the listeners need to be concerned about is uh, we have a budget that will expire September 30th. It's pretty pretty uh, uh standard procedure the way Congress works, and what we will do is what's called a continuing resolution, meaning that we will 
move forward the current budget as is, and you may hear that they'll try to put some extra things in that. Uh, I don't I don't agree with that. I think we should have had a budget uh, to approve, uh, and I w- I will vote against any modifications to the continuing resolution. I believe there's some things that some folks want to put in there, uh, and uh, but we'll see. And then there are some other. There's a whole bunch of what they call suspension votes. And to give you an example of what one is, it's chance to compete act, uh, designate the facility of the United States Postal Service at 15 Chestnut Street, New York. So they're they're not really bills as much as they're just kind of messaging for folks back home in different districts, uh, like our Jackie Walarski bill that I mentioned earlier. That was a um, um, that that was a uh, suspension as well. Okay, and uh, and that was the thing with uh, Congresswoman uh, Wolarski uh, saw the um, uh, particularly around the time of her passing uh, saw a lot of the um, uh, saw uh, all all the members of the Indiana congressional uh, delegation both sides of the aisle uh, signing on to that. Yes, I, I that was passed unanimously. Of course, that was. She was a hard worker for veterans. She she was she was a. Uh, uh, I had a great relationship with her. When her mom saw saw me at this at the bill signing, she said, "Boy, your uh, Jackie really thought a lot of you. She really liked you. We had a lot of fun." She was uh, she she's a tough lady, and uh, we used to have a lot of fun bantering back and forth. She she was good good representative in Indiana. All right, and then. Um... And, of course, as always, uh, how can uh, if uh, folks have a uh, question or they're uh, having difficulty with a federal agency, how can they uh, go about uh, getting hold of your office? Yeah, just pence.house.gov. Got all our numbers, all our addresses, and, and just give us a shout at pence.house.gov. All right. Well, as always, uh, Congressman Greg Pence, we appreciate your time this morning. Stay well, and we will talk to you again in two weeks. Okay. Thanks, Tom.